0: For the players. I'm Ryan Betson.
1: I'm Max Cooper. And
0: this is For the Players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast for 40 years of playing PlayStation and six plus years in that games meeting. By i like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation.
1: This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, please check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter. All our links are below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens,
0: head over to twitch.tv slash the where you can watch us record this show live. Get in the chat, be involved with the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. Or also be sure to get leave us reviews on the likes of uh podcast services, or if you are on the YouTube, like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I do endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com/slash where you can watch us uh with the, with the money. Um, I, my brain farted for a second and I started repeating myself. Uh, you, also, you can also uh, support us at our merchandise store, bobculture.com shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Now, we've sold two shirts this week, Max. Big win. Uh, mm. Neither, none of, nothing to do with the show, might I add. They were our World War E shirts. So, a, num- <laughs> a, a while ago, for those who don't know, um, we designed this shirt to commemorate the embarrassing emu war that uh, plagued australia twice where the uh the australian military fought the emus in wa and lost uh so we have we have like a this lovely shirt with an emu with an army helmet on and like world war e and yeah it's it's probably our most successful shirt um just because i don't know how who who buys it or why but Sadly, no one's picked up the porn hub design yet, but that's cool, that's cool, in time, in time, I guess.
1: Hey <laughs> you been, man? Uh, yeah, not too bad, not too bad.
0: Yeah, so we're recording from our individual houses again today, uh, for those watching the video version, Max had minor foot surgery.
1: Yeah. Had them ingrown yeah, toenails a, yanked out. Got a, got a really gross ingrown toenail cut out of my foot yesterday. Hot. So I'm all hopped up on pain meds and I can't drive.
0: Yeah. But, and then he's also full of medication. So I, so, 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 if,
1: so if I, you know, randomly pass out and fall asleep, just like call my wife,
0: I guess. <laughs> Let I just, we'll, we'll have to we'll finish the show out, of course. And then we'll <laughs> talk to the wife. <laughs> fair.
1: What about you? How's your week been?
0: Uh, my wife, My week has been pretty good pretty all right man like uh the, the, the ps5 is back it's back i uh that's uh, wraps up my whole overheating broken ps5 saga uh so i went into uh play state uh, Playsta- went into eb games on monday morning uh and i was like hey is there any updates on the console and uh tony's like, oh hang on I us go i go check something out the back yeah no worries dude so i was looking at games for my kid uh so i picked up uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes two and the Lego Jurassic World, and he's like, "Oh, cool! I got the disc. Yes, I'll check out the back on you for, your, for the console thing, and I'll grab the disc for this. My like, yeah, no worries." And then the motherfucker comes out with two, with it with a new new PS five, I'm and like, oh. and like it was, it was odd. Like I could have cried. I don't know why. Like it was, I, I was like a week without my console, but it was just this wave of happiness, and I was like, "This is it's like." It's, it's like launch day all over again. It was launch day all over again, and because knowing this one isn't broken yet is a big win. <laughs> I
1: like the way you've added "yet" to the end yeah. of
0: Well, because it's only up in the air. But as of right now, it's been like what six days, and it's mm. running fine. No heating, no no loudness. The only thing that does it when when I boot up a game with a disc, it whirs pretty hard for the disc. But not like unbearably hard. And then so has has quite. has yours.
1: Have you noticed? Has yours been doing that random? Even when you're not playing games, it'll just randomly turn the disk drive on and spin for a while.
0: Yeah, I have heard that. I have heard that happen a couple of times. But I assume that's just like a DRM check because it essentially runs off the hard drive anyway. But occasionally, just goes. Is can you still play this? All right. Yeah, you can still play this. That's how mm. I see it.
1: I haven't had that issue, and I know a lot of people have said, you know, it's it's from games that we're playing that aren't on disc. I've just got a disc in there, and I'll be like watching a YouTube video, and it'll randomly just go for a, for crazy. a minute or so. But um, no, not, yeah, I haven't had that issue. Well,
0: the only time I've like, most things I'm playing right now are on disc. So mm. being a week behind on all the games releases, I've I've pretty much spent this week just you know catching up on on the things that i've been missing so um well, let's get into that section now when we talk about games that we have been playing this week and it doesn't have a name um but so this week i i i have so i finished miles morales we just i finished it prior to the, the ps5 dying but i've since 100 percent my first run through all collectibles everything so the only trophies that I have left to do are just the ones that are revolved around new game plus. So I've started my new game plus. I am just skip. I put it on like the easiest difficulty. And I'm just ripping through it, uh, mm. punching dudes, getting all the stuff. Super, super easy. Uh, I don't know how far I'm in the story now comparatively, like in terms of, because the, because I, it's tough for me to say how long the actual game is, because when I played it on the first run, I was doing all the collectibles as I went in order to l- eliminate the back end sort of gameplay grind. So, where I'm up to in the story, I'm like, I don't think that that's as far in as I think it is. Mm. I'm like, I feel I've got there sooner. But I've yeah, I've also skipped every possible cinematic. I um, Beyond the easiest <laughs> difficulty, there's like, two, I go punch, punch, enemy's dead. Punch, punch, enemy's dead. And like, it's incredibly easy. But also,. Nowhere near as fun like yeah i have to put. i want to stipulate that like having played on normal because i'm not like a big butthole anyway but like normal is fine like there's enough challenge to be like oh i should probably have to rethink this here and there but here i'm just like i know i'm going through for the grind but i'm just like this is it's hard but like an emotional taxing hard not a game yeah, yeah. Hard, which is a real bummer and it's, it's it yeah, go ahead
1: yeah, I was just gonna say it's hard replaying a game straight away. Mm. Like I find that if you put it down for a little while and then return to it for the new game plus, it it, it helps a little bit. Because obviously you're you you know, you I mean you took a week break essentially when your when your PS five went AWOL. And um I wonder if that's enough time for you to have got you know, let it process and then go back for it, or if you're still in the this, you know, I I f- I had these su- these feelings of this game, and I enjoyed it on such a on this on this uh, level. For example, hmm. to just run through it now and not give it the time of day seems. Uh... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It seems uh like a disservice to the game and yeah. to yourself. Well, is I'm that- not I'm
0: in general, I'm not a big advocate of playing a game again straight away or playing a game again within the same year. Uh mostly because I don't have enough time and two, well, I just played it. Why would I want to do it again? So I I cannot yeah. stand trophy lists as an example the only reason the only reason I would ever play a game again is for trophies mm. uh, within within a short window of time. And I'm not even a trophy guy. So, yeah. like, here is, I'm like, well, yeah, I really like it. But, like, that's the reason I haven't got the New Game Plus trophies on Spider-Man on the first one. Because I'm like, yeah. why do I want to play it again? Like, well, I now played that- it. I'm not going to do it for two trophies.
1: Well, I was going to say, now that they've uh, enabled cross-save and the trophy list comes over. Oh, that was bad.
0: I got a trophy in about will, two seconds. I got Plat in about two seconds. It was burnt.
1: Will you now, yeah, I was going to say, will you now play that extra New Game Plus? Because you're- well, you're essentially re-experiencing not quite the same game, but a slightly different game. Yes. So, obviously, so it's had all that I have that done makeover. that this week.
0: So, to add to what you're saying, now I have done that. So, I have installed uh, the Spider-Man Remaster. Uh, I'm playing it in the 60 frames m- version, so the performance mm-hmm. mode. So, it does fly like a completely different game. Fighting seems, fighting seems uh, more efficient. Like and more like snappy because you are the frames are working with with the space like b- 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 so like every encounter f- does feel more intense that for that in that in that way yeah um but yeah even though the game still looks fantastic so that's not a problem um but yeah so I I did start new game plus on that one as well mostly because I wanted to see the differences because we do have the the upcoming uh part two of our uh spider-man revisit review thingy with uh with the team over at operation playstation um so f- for me i was like well i've got to give this a go i can't just plot the start of the game or go back to the end game stuff that i had done so i was like well i'm going to start the game again and might as well try that new game plus so i've done I don't know quite a bit, actually, way more than I thought I was like because it's once again r- ripping through cutscenes. You're kind of like going through it nice and fast, and there are there are remaster specific trophies. There's like five or six of them, I think, mm-hmm. and it's like one of them is just add, you know, the gadgets that you get in the remaster. So just and I had because I had finished the game previously and done all the DLC and everything. I had just a built up of tokens, so I was like, and purchase, and purchase. So there was no real Mm. Like there's no mm. effort for me to get those um, additional skills and/or additional gadgets. Yeah. Um. So I have all the suits <clears throat> already, which is great. So I'm currently playing with the Toby Maguire suit, uh, because that's awesome. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And like, yeah, the, the the new face is a little jarring. Told you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm still not anti-new face, Max.
1: As someone who said that it's just a face, what does it matter? You spend most of your time as in a Spider-Man suit. I've completely 180ed on that and went, yeah. no, it's not. Yeah.
0: When like because I've just done the like so I did some of the missions, you know, where you get where you get out of the suit and you go into the into the uh, the lab with Doc Ock. I'm like, <clears throat> I guess, it's, I guess, it, I, my answer for that is it is the Uncanny Valley, right? We mm. we remember what that face should look like because the face itself looks fine. And within the whole context of the character, it actually works. He looks fine. But knowing that it's a new face, you go,
1: it looks like <laughs> you've just,
0: you've just cut and pasted a face on someone because they have like without A word of a lie. That's what they yeah. need. And I guess knowing that having that pre precon- having that knowledge in your head does sway you. Yeah, of course. So that's how I'm seeing. I'm like, Am I really hating it, or is it just me being like it's different, and I don't like different
1: <laughs>
0: uh yeah, and on, on top of that as well, I have been uh doing the campaign for call of duty, black ops, cold war uh have you't even you touched, you touched the campaign at all have you
1: i haven't touched it yet no yeah. so I'm, I'm suffering from hard drive space issues yeah. <laughs> that's really the reason
0: I wanted to get it done. It's because I want to play some multiplayer, but I, I feel bad not having done the campaign.
1: Well, I've also uninstalled multiplayer, but I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to reinstall it because uh, I'll get to it in the news afterwards. But yeah, there's a reason why I'll be reinstalling it.
0: <laughs> so and like knowing they are only like six or eight hours, whatever, it's cool. Uh, yeah, like it, it's it's fine. It's it's good. Like mm. it feels like Call of Duty. Like right now, that like I'm not hitting any big um, um emotional story I've
1: like, po- I've only sorry, to cut, I've only so- had one person comment on it uh, that I've know who's played it and their only uh their only um walk away was the AI teammates are just garbage. Yeah. They just do not help whatsoever.
0: Yeah, so I'll will just I'll
1: be like get, shooting in the wrong direction. Don't let me
0: forget that. <laughs> uh, there's something I want to comment about that. But so it it is a by the numbers Call of Duty yeah. campaign. Um, there are big action set pieces, you know, an example being the one that we saw at the PlayStation reveal event, which was the, 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 the you know, net, the second longest uh, airstrip second to the Fast the Furious one, um, <laughs> where, yeah, like, there's a lot of those sort of actiony things. Uh, it doesn't have the same impact as like Modern Warfare did but that that was intentional <clears throat> in the design of that campaign that came yeah. the game was supposed to make you feel and question some of the things you've done or that you'd be you know especially when you're going through that uh, uh that that residential house you know and it's like mm. not shooting yep. everybody in sight where this is more of just shoot everybody in on site uh which is fine if that's what you want to play and like the setting is cool enough like it's vietnam it's in the 60s so it's like everyone's got weird hair and you know smoking cigarettes everywhere and like there are some of those cool aesthetic things and because they're activision they have the money they've clearly bought like what are the big songs of the vietnam era you know there's like you know credence and you know uh, mm. spirit in the sky and like there's like pick all the big things like what people identify with um 60s yeah. in vietnam uh which is cool because i'm like yeah that, that song's pretty nice um there are some decisions here that are a little bit different. Uh, so there, there is a hub world. But I say it's a hub world. You like it, it is your home base. So in between missions, you go back to this, uh, essentially a mechanics mechanic store workshop. Workshop. Thank you. Um, yeah, workshop where uh, there's a big there's a big board and that on that board is all your different missions and there's like a you know, armory and shit like that. So, in there, like, there's some collectible. There's some cool little collectibles in there. There's a little puzzle for you to open this gate, which was fun. Did,
1: sorry, does that mean that uh, it's not linear? If it's got your missions listed that you can go to, is it? Or is it just like, this was mission one, this was mission two, this is mission three? It's,
0: it's it's linear in the sense that, yeah, this is one, this is two, this is three. They're, but they're also adding side missions in as well. Uh. However... It's actually within your interest to not do those side missions when they first pop. So this is a fun thing that they've added. So they're adding evidence, right? Because this is an evidence board. So you're trying. So the whole idea is that you are part of this team with this, led by this dude named Adler, and you are trying to find this guy named Perseus. Perseus is this big terrorist dude. He's connections. I believe he's connections to like the KGB and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has. Uh, he's been a he's a name that's been around since vietnam so he, it's a situation of like we need to stop this dude because something's about to go down they're sent, in short they're implying that he has nukes okay so you are trying to find as much evidence as you can about him where he is what he's doing and that sort of shit right so each mission is sort of based around that and there is a there is a mission that is you going uh, you know, going back in time, like re-remembering re- re- an event so they can get you that, that yep. time period stuff. Uh, and there are some, you know, in that moment in time mission, but there's also, yeah, with these side missions, it's like eliminate these operatives, you know, eliminate these uh, uh, individuals, go and collect this evidence. So, but these side missions in order to, to complete the objectives, you need certain information. And that information you can only obtain by playing the main story missions. (laughs) So where you'll find pieces of evidence in that mission that'll help you use, make that side up easier. So, yeah. So an example is like, say you've got a list of, um, so there's a list of like six individuals, six targets, and you pick three of them, but. In, in order to help you decide you know who to pick and what actions are going to be taken for that mission you need to crack this code you need to crack this number station scenario you know and, and vice versa right or you need to look for hidden messages in, in this newspaper and that's kicked to the, the, the it's just one little step right it's it's very simple but it's also kind of cool it's just, it's just an extra layer to call of duty standard by the numbers campaign like yeah. it is very minimal shit cuz even then like on top of that there are dialogue options now and decision making so in you know in there's a mission where you you find this guy and you're hanging him over the edge of a building if you if you yeet him off the building you don't get a piece of evidence that will help you on that side up I mean so you can either capture him or you can kill him or you can throw him off the building like you know sure and then later on I I there's an, an individual and there's like this this one of one of my people have been uh, this woman that you meet she's like one of my uh one of my team has been captured either you can rescue them or eliminate them like that's two options because if you can rescue them safely brilliant but we'd rather him be dead than captured yeah yeah so I found him but I had the option of capture him or kill him and I'm like well <laughs>
1: He was a dick to me that one time. No, yeah, no you, so. never seen,
0: you never seen him. So you don't have any background. Like, I, the way I play, I'm not an asshole. And <laughs> so I'm like, I'll, I'll capture you. Come back with me. So I capture him. And then it turns out he, he. I don't see it once again, having not played the story yet campaign again, I don't know whether these actions would still take place. Regardless, I get okay. caught and they're like, because he ratted you out.
1: Uh, so
0: I don't know whether because the story itself is feels very linear that I would have got caught anyway. I just wouldn't have that person in that scene. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Like I want to see how that changes, or you know, when you have a conversation with someone, like the different options that you pick, because you, when you you can chat to your other members of your team in this safe house, and like they'll give you some information, and like but some 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 question, uh, some uh, conversation lines can be lost if you don't select them or whatever. It's interesting idea. I don't know how much it actually changes the story, but we'll give it a we'll give it a bill. So an example is the mission that I just played last night was a mission with Mason and Woods, which are names that are synonymous with Black Ops uh, in terms of it. So there's a lot of like imagery for the old Call of Duties, Black all, the old Black Ops, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know like when you i think you find an individual like a a body that's in this uh, snowy station with a crossbow bolt through him, and you're like oh man crossbow bolt and then the little number station things come up i'm like okay that's something obviously happened in the campaign of one two and three because i know i replayed them on ps3 i don't remember them
1: at all Mm.
0: so i'm sure if i'd be like oh my god that's insane like that what a cool throwback but i'm not that audience i don't think
1: yeah. yeah man.
0: So like, so far it's interesting enough. It's pulling me forward because it's just doing that. Like I'm not like, oh yeah. I'm not like, yeah, well. I can't wait to see what happens next. I'm like, oh yeah, it's cool. <laughs>
1: fine. Yeah, fair enough. It's
0: fine. Yeah. What about you? I've been talking for a long time.
1: Uh so this week I've been playing. I've been playing a variety of things this week. So I downloaded uh the Worms Rumble game that's <laughs> out on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Now the last time I played a Worms game, it was a turn-based game. It is not turn-based anymore. It's real-time now, and I real-time suck. (laughs) (laughs) I kept blowing myself up with grenades. (laughs) Um, It seems like... It it actually seems really fun. It's fairly fast-paced. I've only had a few games. um, Would love to try it out. Uh, Multiplayer. So when you first boot it up, it kind of throws you into a boot camp-style training mode, where it's like, here's all the guns that you can get, here's all the grenades that you can get, here's how to use everything... Go through the target practice, shoot all the targets as fast as you can, and then we'll let you play online. It's like, yep, cool. So you get a feel okay. for the controls. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, it's it's funny, it's enjoyable, but there's not much to it. It's it's just a worm shooter. So as <clears throat> as you progress in your level, it 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 arbitrarily assigns that a level five character should should be good enough to play squads now instead of free for all. Or this team-based mode, so it gives you a it, it gives you a general like, hey, I think you played the game enough. You should try out a different mode now. Now that you've got the basics down, because obviously free for all, it's very basic. If you play badly, it's just it's only you that's you know suffering from your bad play. Well, remember Whereas, back in the
0: day of Call <clears throat> of Duty, like the first five, you would have the first five levels. I think were mm. are only people in the first five levels.
1: Yeah. So that's fine. Um <clears throat> a lot of the guns bring back that nostalgia, you know, you can shoot sheep and they blow up and all that fun stuff from, from the worms. You know, your worms pretty customizable with you know, you can rock out your hair, your eye colour, all that stuff, you can wear a beard. Uh I haven't put too much time into it. It seems like a pretty fun PS five game to pick up, being it's a PlayStation Plus game. Uh seems pretty easy. Uh other games that I've been playing this week I'm still Still going hard at Minecraft. I re-downloaded Persona Five through the uh, PlayStation Plus collection. Started playing that Man, for a little I've, bit.
0: I've had such a vibe to play Royal this week. I don't know why. Yeah, but well, I, I stupid this whole week. I I'm stu- like, I should probably play Royal.
1: I don't know why, but I stupidly got rid of Royal when I picked up my PlayStation Five. You dick. Because I'm like, I'm like, oh, Persona Five is in the in the in the collection. I'll be fine. And then I'm like, oh no, it's just Persona Five. It's not Royale. <laughs> So you know now I'm gonna to have to get that again. Yeah, well, because like, I, I, I had a lot of
0: fun playing it. Like, so I played it for at work. So when we when we first mm. started, um, when we first started uh, the pandemic, we didn't start the pandemic. But when <laughs> the pandemic first started, and we started <laughs> when, when we started, we started moving started into online stuff with our clients. Our clients are yeah. big Persona fans, so we had, um, so we yeah. were, were playing Persona Five. I had Persona Five Royal came out, and we had a character. His name was Gregby Smashing, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and it was a lot of fun playing with the clients. I'm like, I want to finish that.
1: <clears throat> and then obviously I've been playing a ton more of Immortal Phoenix Rising.
0: No, I haven't gone back. So I've tra- I've moved my save across to the PS5 and we talked about it in the review. I have not played any more since our review. What was my pro tag's name? Dash asks. Greg B. smashing Greg B. Smashin'. What's he smashing? You decide everything, <laughs> <laughs>
1: everything and everyone, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's that, that's pretty much my uh, essential playlist for the week. Mm. Bit of this, bit of that. Has your um,
0: stance on Immortals changed since our review?
1: No, it's still fun, it's still yeah. bringing me back. I still, I still constantly want to play it. Yeah, well, for it's me, it's um, like
0: I know I'm gonna sink into it when I pick it back up again. So I'm like, if I can, yeah, delete- that's
1: the that's the one thing I know that if I turn it on, I want to spend a good couple of hours yeah. in the world. I don't want to just like drop in, drop out.
0: So right now, if I'm like, well, if I can clear out all the other games that I'm that I need to, like uh, obviously, um,
1: oh, and I've been playing more Devil May Cry still. Yeah, so because that, uh, that game is still so much fun.
0: Yeah, DMC is probably my next one after uh, after co- after. Co- after cod so dmc and then Sackboy, boy uh demon souls i'll come back to later because i'm not very good but um <laughs> yeah so that's kind of my next three games and they'll be like awkward oh, cool, then immortals and i played, actually i went back and played a little valhalla this week um just just see how the save came across and how it looked comparatively uh yeah it looked fantastic i did have some of that screen tearing issue um the only downside to ray tracing and HDR is when it's, when it implements very accurately. So like I'm talking to someone in in the cut scene and like the cam, the, the lot the the sun is behind them. So they, they look fantastic. Sorry. Uh, the ca- uh, So they're facing the, the, the sun, right? So the camera, the camera's by the back of the, the sun is behind the camera, according to the shot. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. So they look incredible because they're all well lit and it's lovely. I'm like, damn, like, Ivor's looking fucking fantastic. Like, look at that beard. Like, because I, I went, I went to male Ivor for some reason. Because so I'm like, I played enough lady Ivor, let's try man Ivor. And I'm like, your beast beard looks fucking fantastic. And then it turns around to show the other person. And because the light is behind them, it's in front of the camera, they are just washed the fuck out. And like, <laughs> which is exactly what it would happen. Like they're all dark, behind yeah. them is fucking yeah. fluorescent. And I'm like, okay, ray tracing is interesting. Because like there yeah. are times when you're in the shadow of a tree and I'm like, I can't see anything. And you step slightly out of it and it's like, oh it's all illuminated I'm like well i guess that's kind of how real light works oh
1: and and i downloaded redownloaded gta 5 ready for the big heist next week oh and I shit, lo- that's a good I, idea. Log- I logged in so for some reason i don't know how this has happened but there's been a <clears throat> there's been a uh since they announced gta 5 they're like log in every month and we'll give you a million dollars on on playstation network yeah and because I'm a Twitch Prime member as well, they've also been giving Twitch Prime members subsidies as well. So, I logged in and I had $28 million for some reason. I'm like, don't mind if <laughs> so I do. I'm like, don't mind. So,
0: I did take up the uh, the advantage of the separate Red Dead Online thing for like 7 bucks this week. So, I bought that. So, I was like, oh, cool. I like it. But then I, I just like the idea of having it being its own standalone app because why not?
1: I was going to say, I'm, I'm, it's interesting that they're charging people for it if you already own Red Dead.
0: Yeah. Oh, well.
1: But you own it on disk, I don't do you? You don't have a digital disk, copy. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if that's... It's
0: probably yeah. why. I'd say it's exactly why, which is fine. I
1: should have a look because I think I own it digitally.
0: Mm. Um, yeah, because awesome. I, I wouldn't mind installing GCA again. I want to see how it. it runs on Come PS4. and heist with me. All right, done. Done deal. Easy done. I might, might do it while, we, while we're chatting. No, I'll do it afterwards. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: Although the one thing I will say... So, you know, when you boot GTA 5, uh, it, it'll automatically boot into story mode unless you push square and it'll go online. Yeah. It loaded so fast, I didn't have a chance to push square to go online. It just like instantly spawned that's me into story mode. The, on- I'm just like, the
0: online is probably still poo though.
1: Nah, no, it was faster. It was, it was faster. Okay. But that's because the PlayStation 5 has like a better network card. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> it can, very, very true. can handle faster speeds. But yeah.
0: But there you go. That's- oh, also this week, I picked up the charging dock, which is over there. <laughs> and the media remote,
1: no real reason. Just wanted to push that Netflix button.
0: Well, yeah, like I'm, I'm bummed it's a Disney Plus button. I really wish it was like uh, uh, an Amazon, Amazon button because I'm watching more Amazon in here than anything. So the idea, the reason I bought this is because the Bachelor Life is a little bit shitty on the controller. So rather than having to constantly have it on, I can paint sit here and paint my minis and watch my Foxtel or watch. He my just he drum. just wanted
1: another remote for his son to steal. Yeah,
0: bro, bro, dude, he tried to steal this so fast. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just like fuck it. Why not? Cool. There you go. Done. Um, yeah, and and because I'm gonna take it to Ethan, I'm gonna paint it purple. Um, just so we have the we have the, f- the full set. Uh, but yeah, it was mostly just because I wanted the, the the pictures for the set to be honest and they're like yeah the, the charging dock does its trick it's over there it's charging my controller now i got no complaints with it it looks good uh dash says in the chat the HDMI smart link allows to use your TV remote anyway that is true it does want to work with my LG though it works with the Samsung in the in the lounge but I don't like their remote for working with my console so it seems weird <clears throat> but this,
1: seems I, I just I just use the controller because like
0: yeah I normally use the controller but I'm like, why not? Because half the time
1: I'll be like, ah, I'm sick of watching this. I'll play this.
0: Yeah. I just felt, I felt like being impulsive is what the, what the answer was. Okay. Yeah. And plus, because I, yeah, I can put it in my, when I'm painting my minis, I can put it in my little mini, my rack. My controller doesn't fit in there. You can put it in your rack. Put it in my rack. It's like, <laughs> oh, trying to, I'm done painting that mini. Let's change TV. Boop. Oh it freezes. I was good mid, freeze. Mid, great
1: great mid- freeze.
0: <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it my camera not freezing as I was like wrist deep in my clavage.
1: <laughs> clavage. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: All right, let's get into the section Bro. point. form of the players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. It only took us a long while to get there, but we got there. Yeah,
1: I know. Well this this story is kind of quick. So I don't know if you've heard Ryan, but there could be a PS five pro. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> So in a patent found earlier this week, it shows another PlayStation 5 system that people are speculating to be, the pro version. Uh, The patent basically shows and mentions the use of multi-GPUs. Is that a a
0: thing anymore?
1: Yeah, like you don't really... I I mean, in PCs, you used to, you know, put a second GPU in, you run them in SLI or I think it's Crossfire, depending on what brand you had. And it would, you know, beef up your system, but it'll also increase all the strain on, you know the heat and everything yeah. like that. So yeah. it's interesting. So don't that-
0: put another, uh, so, <laughs> as someone that's just had an overheating <laughs> PS5, don't put more heat in it.
1: Yeah. There's not much, there's not much in the patent. It mention. it makes some references to cloud gaming as well. Uh, but obviously the big takeaway is the, is the multi GPU system.
0: Yeah. Look, I, I. it's a patent patents. Patents yeah. never see the life of day. Um, yeah. so it's very likely this has just been R&D'd and they're doing it as a precautionary me- measure. And even then, like the, uh, doesn't the, doesn't the PS5 use an, use an APU anyway? So it doesn't actually have dedicated graphics chips. It's all integrated in the one card. Mm,
1: card. Possible. Quote, quote. Yeah. Quote, quote.
0: I don't know. It's fucking way too soon already. But even then, like, I guarantee you that there already is a mid-gen refresh being R&D'd. I guarantee. Yeah.
1: Like there'll be a PS5 Slim.
0: Yeah, they'll, a there'll be a Slim because it needs it because this bitch is huge. But um, <laughs> hopefully a re like a rethermalled one that would be grad.
1: Yeah.
0: So there's a bunch of little steps there that I'll have to get to before they even even consider it. You know. Uh, and Dash does confirm it does use an APU, the AMD Radeon RD, RDNA two. So like like oh it's got two GPUs like. Maybe that. Maybe that if they want to have like the APU and then a different, like a different mm. thing. But that's not what. gra graphic fidelity. This is this is the big argument, right? And this is the one thing that that I hate about console gaming. Everyone has such a fucking hard on for the for the case. It's not about the case, bro. It's the it's the resolution, and it's the, it's CPU. Pay attention to the CPU. We want smarter games. We don't want prettier games. We want fucking smarter games. Games look fantastic as it is. Give me some really good AI. You know what was really cool AI? The fucking Nemesis system in Shadow of Mordor. Why has no one done anything like that since? That is correct use of game, of, of game mechanic oh, build.
1: Their, their servers are shutting down and you can't get trophies. some of the trophies anymore. <laughs> Kale's okay, a bad example. Because <laughs> they're, they're it's it is a great system though. The Nemesis system was really cool.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it's this sort of ongoing because as they would fight themselves, mm-hmm. there was this ongoing sort of back end. Um, even if it was just RNG, just sort of like da 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 amongst themselves. But
1: like, there was the ones that there was the ones that you fought that ran away and that would remember you next time and they would fight. That would they would fight you and take you on differently because they're like last time he just sat back and shot me with arrows, so I'm just gonna rush as fast as I possibly can at him. Yeah. and not give him that chance. Like it was really good.
0: That's what we need. That's what we need. All right. Next up, Max. The, the Let's head over to Naughty Dog. Uh, having served three years as, at Naughty Dog, being the VP, the vice president, of uh, that's Neil Druckmann, uh, the Last House creator and director has since been promoted to co-president. This change has opened up two new vice president positions and quote, we're welcoming Allison Maury and Christian Geierling as vice presidents of Naughty Dog. Prior to becoming vice president, Allison served as our director of operations and Christian serves our co-director of programming. So two pretty high, high ranking peoples at Naughty Dogs moving on up. I think it's fantastic i think the a lot a lot of the success of uh, for, uh of naughty dog is reliant on neil Druckmann, his vision and how we in the games that he has delivered it makes complete sense for him to step in that role same i think we said something similar to uh uh herman holst when he stepped up to replace Sh- shuhei Yoshida when he stepped away from gorilla uh, as fans and and general game players it doesn't change a whole lot for us but it does mean that Neil won't be going anywhere anytime soon so he probably won't have the same level of creative involvement in whatever Naughty Dog do next um, but he at least will be overseeing it so his fingerprints will still be all over it but maybe not as direct involvement
1: mm. uh,
0: speaking of uh, Naughty Dog though it's kind of unrelated I don't know, I don't know whether you've put it in let me have a look uh, you have n- n- not Oh, no, uh, I'll come back to it because it's a story that kind of relates to it. Big (laughs) setup for nothing. There you go. Done.
1: Uh, Cool. Well, Ryan, Spider-Man crashes in. So Miles Morales has been causing some issues for PlayStation 5 owners. A number of players have been running into crashes, situations where the game hits an error and is forced to close itself. Fortunately, if you are experiencing any of these crashes with Spider-Man Miles Morales, you don't have to worry about the PlayStation 5 itself. Developer Insomniac Games took to Twitter in order to assure a fan that crashes don't pose any risk to Sony's console. Quote, Hi there, we're sorry to hear you hit a crash. Both we and Sony continue to work to work hard to address crashing bugs. That said there is no risk to your console if the game crashes. Although oh, look,
0: your console's not broken, it's just our game.
1: <laughs> but there because there's been reports of, you know, oh my God. people's consoles being bricked from crashes at the end.
0: I have heard of some hard like hardcore bricking going on the, with the PS5. Not the that I know specifically, but I, I have mm. I've heard it around. There are some interesting bugs though. Now, we can't compare the pair because spider, spiders are technically arachnids. They're not quite insects. They're not bugs. Uh, but there's been what I've really enjoyed is, uh, like, you'll be swinging as miles, and then you'll clip an item, and then some reason you just become that item. So I've seen videos of, like, heating lamps or fucking parts of a road or a brick. I've seen bricks, that I've seen, the brick and the I've seen like, one.
1: I've seen lumps of snow. Ha <laughs> ha!
0: See those bugs are totally okay because they are funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, because like because speaking of bugs, I was, I was supposed to mention this uh, at the Call of Duty chat at the start, but like the, there is a situation where you're in that snow mission and you look out and like the the fucking mountains are all like jittery because <laughs> the ray tracings being all weird. I, I presume it's because it's, it looks like weird weird light reflected, like reflections. Okay. It's like wigging out on top of the hills with the snow. It's like yeah, there's light. And then speaking of bugs, like you're standing yeah, with lie. you know uh, Mason, who's supposed to be like this really good fucking s- sniper. I'm, st- I'm where at the edge of this cliff, and there's two guys, and he's like you take one out, take the other. I'm like, sure. Pew! He drops, and then I look down. The guy, the other guy's standing there, looking the other direction. He's put like 14 shots. None of them are hit him. It's like ping, 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 ping. He's like. So I'd like, I'd be like,
1: Psh. I'll get him.
0: <laughs> and the guy, and the guy's like, yeah, fucking good shot, eh? Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, classic but game. But yeah,
0: I, I haven't had any bug problems with Miles. I didn't have,
1: I didn't have any bug problems, and I had, I experienced no crashes with Miles either. Me,
0: like. me either. Like the only like, uh, actually, I think I have, I think I had one. I think i had one but that may have been call of duty i don't know i remember once i've, had a, f- like, I've oh, had a few fuck. crashes
1: in in call of duty
0: yeah that's has been expected it's call of duty next up steak max did you know that there is a metal gear solid movie in the mix well, you should mm. because it's, it's been sort of on the rumor list for a very, very long time. But it's it, uh, yeah, as I said, Sony's supposed to be making this since March of 2015, as you put here in the news. Spot on. I've heard about this this solid uh, this Metal Gear Solid movie for for yonks forever. Uh, however, it, it was essentially in the same position that the Uncharted movie was until just recently where it actually happened. Uh, there seems to be some bit of a breakthrough though. Deadline has, has reported that the project has picked up Oscar Isaac that's uh, best known for most people as Poe Dameron in Star Wars. Uh, as yeah, I had, no eye- I had
1: no idea who that is. It's also Apocalypse from the latest X-Men. Yeah, that movie <laughs> was
0: Bumhole so don't talk about <laughs> yeah. that movie. Right? Um, as Solid Snake. He'll be jo- he'll be t- joined by D- Jordan Roberts as the film begins production at sony pictures this this adaption is said to be based on the 1998 original game for the ps1 era with derek colony writing the script now i can't I, i've derek colony is not a name that i recall but i'm pretty yeah, sure i, I
1: stupidly that, forgot to put what he what he wrote on
0: i'm pretty sure jordan vox roberts was the guy that did kong island kong skull island can you check that for me please max
1: I can.
0: Because I remember there being an interview after Kong Skull Island. And he, this guy, was, I think someone asked him about it or he mentioned it randomly in an interview. And he was like going on this little t- t- discussion about what a Metal Gear yes, movie he did, should he be. Yes, he did
1: Kong Skull, Skull Island. Be beautiful. Yes.
0: Yeah, like he's the right person for the job. Like you listen to him and you're like, you get it. You get what a Metal Gear movie is going to be. It's going to be a fucking batshit movie. Absolutely batshit movie.
1: Derek, Derek Connolly wrote for Kong Skull Island, Jurassic World- Stuff like that.
0: Okay. So they know action movies.
1: Cool.
0: Yeah. The only thing that I don't think <clears throat> that they might not get, like they might be able to get the action set pieces of Metal Gear, but they might not be able to get the like fucking craziness and the subtlety and the, um. I don't know, the crazy and subtlety doesn't really make sense, but like the weird t- delivery method the of Kogi- Kojima. The
1: kojima <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do wonder
0: whether Kojima is going to have any sort of involvement though.
1: Hmm. Call of Duty Run. Mm-hmm. Activision has detailed what it is pitching as "quote the largest free content drop in Black Ops history," as the publisher prepares for launch of season one. Now, Wait, this has not in been season pushed. One? No, not yet. So it uh, it was due out, I believe, this week, but it has been pushed back to the sixteenth of December coming will be a new Warzone map with a new Gulag experience new multiplayer modes coming in the forms of I think a new 6v6 game mode and 2v2 multiplayer modes cool there will also be new zombies modes and also added to Warzone will be the 30 base weapons from Cold War Uh, will also be joining the roster of guns in Call of Duty Warzone
0: now you mentioned that you're going to reinstall multi for this what (coughs) is it? 2v2 2 v twos that what
1: doesn't work? Yeah. Play? So I so the uh, this was first introduced in Modern Warfare 3, I believe, where they had smaller maps that were for 2v2 and 3v3 game modes where you would have TDM, capture the flag, just on a smaller scale. So I think this, this might be what brings me back in. Mm.
0: See, I like the idea of 2v2 and 3v3, except I am the one that always lets everyone down. <laughs> so for me specifically, I am not too baffled. I'm like, well, what i gonna do? Just let more people down.
1: I think I think generation. I might even reinstall Warzone to check out what the new Warzone map is like and, and
0: see yeah. What doing. So so is this like uh, like PUBG? Was well, PUBG had the two maps? They have more maps now, but like there would be like you would only primarily play on this map for the longest time, and then occasionally they would just swap it in and out with another one.
1: I'm honestly not sure. Mm. I, I don't know if they're going to go for like a dynamic map similar to that of Fortnite where it's constantly changing throughout the seasons. Mm. Or if they're just going to be like, you pick this map and you can play in, I think it's Verdansk at the moment, or you pick this map and this is where you play this time. Mm. I'm not I'm not sure how it's going to work.
0: I should try some Warzone again. Like, I'm not opposed to the idea of Battle Royales. I'm just garbage at them.
1: You just hide till you're at the end and then you've got to get one kill to win. Mm. I should try. It. I should try it again. I should give it another go.
0: Speaking of Fortnite though, Fortnite has had a huge week. They had a big live event with Galactus, a big Marvel um, baddie, uh, which saw thirteen point two million concurrent players. I
1: think I think that was right. It might it might have actually been fifteen point three million. I think million.
0: it was fifteen. I remember fifteen being a number. Uh, the event lasted around about ten minutes, where you took control of the battle bus itself and playing a sh- uh, and play a shooter as you attempt to blow up Galactus. With this new season, well, sorry, with this new season that has since kicked off, the big theme is quote hunters. With the prime skin of the battle pass being the Mandalorian, with the Baby Yoda quote back bling. Makes me uncomfortable. Uh, however, <laughs> a new hunted Hanu Hunter has entered the fight. None other than Sony Sandy uh, Santa Monica's Kratos. Uh, Epic have also introduced a subscription model named the Fortnite crew price to 16 bucks a month, which gives you access to the battle pass, a thousand V-bucks per month, and exclusive skins that won't be sold in the shop. Uh, we'll get into those predictions in a minute, but Kratos Max.
1: So when I, I logged on shortly before the show, there is a full trailer of how Kratos enters the it's it's Yeah, really there's cool. a guy like, like a
0: pancake head walking through the forest <laughs> and Kratos yeah. just rocks up and like Ugh. it's
1: he's not like, a pancake head, he's literally made out of pancakes. He's a pancake man. Whatever. He's like he's got a cool name.
0: Yeah, like I joke I, I jokingly but semi seriously commented on Twitter about how this might be the thing to get me in a fortnight. And I thought I thought well, Batman would have done it. Well, I- if you're
1: not quick, it actually. Uh, this is the last day that it's in the in the store. What? It's it's they're timed things. If you don't buy, you miss out. Like I'm kicking myself from about mm, whenever John Wick three came out when they bought out the real John Wick as a skin. Yeah. Instead of that fake John Wick that they had.
0: Fo- John Fowick.
1: John Fowick, yeah.
0: See, that's the thing. Like, I don't play Fortnite. I've never played Fortnite. Like, I think I played it for a little bit, like, when it launched, because I was like, sure, I'll give it a go. I just I, this is how they get you. They they find the You, don't, thing you that, know what? You
1: don't want to run it's, it's around. The, and it's the pop with finals
0: bazookans? of fucking games. Where it's like <laughs> pop fun. finals suck. Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> that's how that's how they get you. But we're commenting before the show started, Max, about how Fortnite and like uh, is impressive. It is the one unifier
1: mm. in
0: a in a industry that is incredibly segregated by what platform you are on or what what your IP is. Uh, the power of Fortnite is bringing bunch of things together because data miners as you as we mentioned at the start before the show started have looked at the potential like they found in the back end the potential of the master chief being involved mm. as well as potentially samus from metroid so they've hit the three big the three big gaming people gaming companies you know hardware manufacturers and some of their token characters which is fascinating because i would have never like it's crazy enough right now that in the same game you can have marvel and dc characters running mm. alongside each other
1: <clears throat> that is well, as as of, as of today you can you can buy the i can't remember what the packs called but basically it comes with the joker and poison ivy That's insane. so right on right on the heels of a of a marvel season they are now selling dc skins again
0: it's crazy it's absolutely crazy like I, I everyone poos on it and about rightly so, but
1: <laughs> it's it's the ultimate crossover platform. It is. It's
0: the it's insane. Its power is absolutely baffling, baffling. I, I I don't have enough words to be like how genuinely impressed and fucking horrified I am at Fortnite or at all times. Mm.
1: Are you gonna buy it? I'm playing it a lot, but I'm not buying it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> cyberpunk ryan it's coming out in less than a week
0: mm.
1: i'm very excited so preload for playstation users goes live on the 8th of december so two days prior to launch It's currently already live for our xbox players so there have been reports of a pre-launch update weighing in at about 40 gig but according to a developer this isn't the update that people will be installing on day one Apparently, the forty gig update is not the day one patch.
0: Then what is it? Because it's not on no the disc. Th- because the the disc's already out.
1: <laughs> no one knows.
0: Discs are already this ga- I'm, Look, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued in playing this game. We've discussed this, but right now it is car crash level of intrigue. I am so worried that this game is going to be asshole. And it's gonna. It's either gonna be an like a performing poorly mess. Or it's just going to be shit in general. It'll be it'll be like Chinese democracy. The, the album from Guns <laughs> N' Roses is not the actual democracy because there is none. Um, but I mean, like, it's that same idea people waited so long for this. And then it's like, that fucking sucked. It's yeah. Duke do, Nukem Forever. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm worried the cyberpunk will become. It, it, they, like, they, they will crumble under this pressure of perfection. Now I'm willing to be wrong, of course. If the game's fantastic, awesome. But I'm really, really worried, Max. So right now, we are. It's today is the fifth of December. It comes out in five days. No. Is it the tw- yes. Yeah, correct. The 10th, yeah. In five days. Granted, my circle of media buddies is relatively small, but like some of them are, are quite prominent here in the Australian space. None of them have it. There are, I I reckon, probably maybe the big wigs like your IGNs, your Kotaku's, maybe even your press starts may have it, but no one has it. Now, granted, I've seen a lot of stuff this week around uh, varying Instagram influences being sent these lovely bundles to fucking market the game, but no one is playing it.
1: Yeah, like, so I'm not, this is not me being
0: that- shitty. Like, you know, it, if look, I said, disclosure, I've been in talks to Bandai. We're probably going to get it at launch. So it's not an issue yeah. about, oh, I don't have it. Blah, blah. I'm not that guy. We're fucking nobodies. You, uh, you're watching this on YouTube. You can see that view count. That view count's embarrassing. There is no ways that we would ever get pre-release stuff. Like, we get it sometimes, and we're very, very lucky.
1: But like... So, so- they've... they've they're, sorry to interrupt. They've Just to go on what you're saying, they've announced that, although the release date is the 10th, streamers will have access to it from the 9th
0: what streamers aren't reviewers man like that is not enough time like a game that's allegedly this big it's like 100 plus hours and it's just going into the hands of reviewers the day before every other game ever when you hear about like people not getting review copies you know with a good a good lead time or the embargo is so close and only only like two people have it that should be a point of concern but because it's Mm. cyberpunk apparently it's not a point of concern you know what i mean like in under any other circumstance if i'm like these are a lot of red flags here but everyone's everyone's like so fucking boned up for this game that they're avoiding all these actual concerns like if this game is as good and as amazing and as, as whatever they're claiming it to be what the fuck's going on you know i'll use god of war as an example they were so fucking confident in that game they knew that it was going to be brilliant they gave it out a month early or close to a Mm. month early then the embargo for that game was a week and a half before release that shows confidence in your game Mm. this shows drastic concern because, you know, whenever the embargo is, let's say there is an embargo. Let's say it's fucking Monday or Tuesday, right? What versions are they playing? Who's been playing it? Like, the, yeah. you know, like, I know there is a, I know there is a complete issue around uh, companies and how they work with influencers. Compared to how they work with media, and I understand that's the case because influencers, by definition, they influence, right? They're essential. They're essentially extensions of marketing. Not, not a bad thing, right? Because that's what they are. But they, sh- but they shouldn't be given exclusive, like exclusive access, comparative to, uh, like media, right? Which, which in turn offer correct critique. So you'll give it to those that'll, that'll jerk it, but ones that may, that may still jerk it, but they'll, they'll give you some detail about how they're jerking it. Mm. And that's a, that's a real concern. That's a concern that I have in general. Now, we're in this weird tough space. Is like technically we fall within that influencer market, but technically, but we also fall in the media space. We're in this weird, weird middle ground of nothing. <laughs> we're, in, we're in like the fucking, uh, 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 what's that thing between death and being alive?
1: Purgatory <laughs> I'm like is he talking about the taint like, Where is he going with this <laughs> We're in the taint of games
0: press right, Or games coverage And like for, So for that reason like we don't really Sit in either world um, Because we're not quite good enough to be influencers And we don't quite do enough media Stuff to be media <laughs> You know so, like, it, so I am really worried and I'm concerned because as, as, as I said, like the, the the narrative around this game is that this game is going to change lives. It's going to be this thing. It feels No Man's Sky as fuck. Yeah. pip the taint of gaming <laughs> media. That's got to be a... Sh- yeah, that, that has to be a shirt. I'll reach out to my shirt designer. <laughs> um. Now, I think you and I probably have very different stances here, Max. No. Mine's very I, cynical.
1: I mean, I've started becoming more cynical since since starting to do this. <clears throat> no. And like, you know, I'm sitting here on my Cyberpunk branded chair. I am super keen for this game, but it is concerning. Uh, you know, it, it's part of me is like, what do they not want us to know before launch? Because there's games that, you know, there's games that'll, that will release a copy to the, to the media for review purposes. And then after the reviews are out, the game gets changed because it's still before launch. Mm. You know, get, microtransactions get added in to, to certain like games. Like you know, using the,
0: first parties, like Days Gone. <clears> Days Gone was pretty <throat> unplayable before launch, but they had some day one patches or at least week one yeah. patches that kind of eliminated a lot of those concerns. But, those, but that, the, as a reviewer, you write a review on the experience that you've played. Like yeah, of an course. example with immortals, right? Immortals in the you know, there was this like in the information, they're like, please play it in performance mode because Fidelity mm. Mode's not quite ready.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it it does make you wonder what what the, the issues are. and knowing that and going into it knowing that the reason why it's been delayed is because it it wasn't working very well on current gen consoles. Well last gen consoles now, I guess. So which is very, technically the version cons- that we're
0: playing now. Like there's no PS5 or Xbox version out Yeah, on, which is on, which is concerning
1: because this is this is the this is the game that was supposed to come out at the start of the year for these consoles. And it's now the end of the year yep. and they're still like still not working great. Like it, it is concerning to know what's going to happen. Like, you know and like <clears throat> even watching trailers and stuff, the trailers look beautiful and they look great, but they are specifically shot to look great and to show off its best face so it will be interesting to see what happens when you do dive into it and it is a shame that you know not uh if any not many media outlets have gotten their hands on it yet because it is going to be such a weighty and long game it's hard you, you know you need time to play it to give it a fair review because some games like take persona for instance some games don't start until they're eight hours in
0: yeah or what's what's that one game what was that was it final fantasy something that's like oh it's, it doesn't really get good until 40 hours in like well then what the fuck is this you know mm. and then on top of that uh, like as well it's my concern is that that hype machine will get out of control it'll be mm. like like i like think i was discussing around the build-up for death stranding with kojima as well would be like is everyone just going to give this game the love because it's because it's Kojima. Like, is everyone going to give this game love because it's just CD Projekt Red? It's the same argument that I had a couple a couple months ago now, where how CD Projekt Red still claimed, you know, like everyone sees them as this beacon of goodness in the gaming industry, yet they've mm. continued to do practices that everyone else has been shat on for. But because they're CDPR and they have the customers in mind, like it's different. And I'm feeling that, like I'm worried that this will come out and this will be a poo game. And then... Reviewers that do genuinely review it and be like, "This game is subpar." If that's the case, they're going to get shat on. Mm. Then they're going to be like shoved out of a building because of it. Because yeah. of, you know, what we we talk about how like one of the best examples was Lucio O'Brien with Uncharted Four. You know what I mean? Like it's. It's yeah, sorry, Dash and say it's questionable practice, but their employees are paid handsomely, like a five, six figures each developer. I'm talking about microtransactions and shit. They explicitly said there were no microtransactions, yet somehow then the, the later on they went, oh no, there are in there, but 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 it's not how we said. Like technically we went wrong because we said it was gonna be in this, but not this. Mm. So that's what they're doing. Like, regardless, regardless of their practices, like they, there is what they were claiming, what they're claiming to be, and like they're such good goodwill gestures, aren't appearing to be the actual fact. But because they're yeah. because they're sitting so high on this pedestal, and everyone's just like kissing that ring, they're not going to. I'm worried that it's going to be tainted. Yeah, So as yeah, but the example I was talking about was Lucy O'Brien. Was when she reviewed mm-hmm. Uncharted Four, she gave it like an eight point nine. Everyone's like, it's at least a nine, and like you haven't played it yet. Yeah. Granted the game's fantastic. But it's one of those situations of like so she got fucking shat on. To this day, mm. she gets still get shat on
1: for that. To this day still haven't played an uncharted game. The fuck? I've watched my wife play them all. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> I've, I've just never I've just never played them myself.
0: But yeah, no, I I am I'm pretty confident that Cyberpunk will be subpar. Or it won't blow people away as much as they think it will. Or people will just make up that they think it's great.
1: Look, I'm a little bit biased. It's on my it's on my my draft list and I need it to do well. Yeah, it's so literally hopefully, on, like, it's
0: literally on your tukas as well.
1: I ho- hopefully everyone jerks it. It's
0: so because yeah, so there's a there's a, there will be people that review it low intentionally. Um, like if we you know, using uh, like Death Stranding again as an example, like that game was fantastic. You know, but there were but people pooed on it, and like people were giving it threes and twos. I'm like, yeah, no, no exactly like, that game is not a two or a three.
1: But that that was the thing. Like, it's hard to it's hard to lump Death Stranding in as a game. But like, it is. as far as games go, it's not gamey. It's more of an experience. Well, that's that, that that's you, the
0: problem with your definition of a game. Yeah, like. Yeah. You know, once again, because a two out of, like if you if you're using a correct scale for scoring your games, where a five is the game works, it's playable, but it's sub. Uh, you know, but the game's fine, right? Five should be down the middle. A two means the game is either broken, it is mm. it just simply does not work, and yeah. it is um, and it's disaster. Death Stranding objectively is none of those things. The game is yeah. visually impressive. It ran incredibly well. The story may not be for you, but for any reason, if you were to, if you were to weigh things equally as you should in a, like a, a objective scale, it is not, it was, ne- it was and never will be a 2 out of 10. Yeah. And, but, and I guarantee you, Cyberpunk won't be a 2 out of 10 either. Because it has to be an absolute shit heap to be 2 out of 10. But it might be. No. <laughs> I reckon it'll be like six, sevens. Um, Where's was I going with that? I sort of, got all ranty for... I don't remember now. Either way. Yeah. I'm worried. I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried most because everyone, like, just be so hyped up and brought down.
1: Uh, we've, got, we've got, what, less than five days until we know for sure.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, the embargo is Tuesday. Tuesday morning. So... For anyone else, for, for apart from, like, the six people in the world that are playing it right now, uh, reviewers and a bunch of fucking influencers, like, so if we get it, not we, as in that's the we, as in the lower media, if, they, if we get it from Tuesday once the embargo drops, so that gives us a day and a half to play 100 hours worth of game to review it at launch. Like, yeah. there was a joke article going around about reviewers brace, uh, bracing to crunch, uh, <laughs> to review the game you, you know what i mean like it's um it is uh well, well you know we, we've got like I, i've got friends once again in the, in the space and they're like we're not reviewing it like we can't review it it's not fair to it's not fair to put that pressure on our staff. yeah so it's crazy x next, next up sony bend the guys behind days go on So we've had, we've seen some departures Two veteran Sony bend directors dating all the way back to the OG siphon filter days have since departed the studio, John Garvin, who's written every single one of the developers games announced on Twitter that he's, that he has actually left, uh, that he actually left over a year ago, but this is the first time that he's commented in his decision. In a series of posts, he explained that he's been focusing on personal projects like painting and and writing. He also added that he's been, quote, enjoying a break from the game's injury, injury, industry, end quote. (laughs) Having joined... I. Idetic, the former name of sony bend in 1997 games game director jeff ross also has ties to studio dating all the way back to 1998 and i believe he has also left is from what i'm you didn't write here but i'm assuming yeah. that's the case yeah want to make sure i was accurate this week is my last at playstation and at bend studio i'm incredibly proud of all the games i've got to make but also looking forward to new challenges i'll post uh, about my plans later but I'll be moving to Chicago once COVID calms down. Hashtag Jeff's gone. Hashtag day's gone. Whew. Yeah. That's because uh, the, re- the thing I want to point out here, because I wanted to talk about how like, so Sony, Sa- San- Sony San Diego, which primarily have been known for the release of the MLB games. Um, they've had this sort of secret project going on in the background, the secret team. Um, where they've been making what we presume is an uncharted game, uh, they lost some uh, some important individuals as well recently, and they've sort of come out being like, no, no, the the project still happening. It's just I'm not part of it. Um, so just it's interesting. I wanted to point that out because it's the whole secret team in San Diego is a fucking interesting thing to begin with. Um, Max, because I've I've I just bl- blast about Cyberpunk for too long. What's your thoughts on these?
1: Uh, it's interesting. Obviously, you know, ever at some point, everyone needs a change of pace and to to be with someone, for, uh, to be with a company. Since you know, in in John's case, you know, back in its original day from nineteen ninety seven, you know, sometimes people need change and move on. And from everything we hear in the news media, the the games industry is brutal. Yeah, like and it, and it it would definitely take a toll on someone. And you know, as as he said, he's been. He's been focusing and enjoying his personal projects. It's something that he probably hasn't gotten, hasn't been able to do for such a long period of time. Uh, it's interesting that obviously in his case he actually left over a year ago, and he's only just now commenting on it publicly. It's interesting. Um, obviously, it's always sad when higher ups, but you know, they lost a game director in Jeff Ross as well. You know, it makes you wonder where, uh, you know, who's going to fill that role. How it's going to change the dynamic of the studio itself? How it's going to affect their future titles?
0: I, I think it seems more like not scary all change is bad. Is. I because yeah. what now since we've since there's been this sort of cognitive it's, decision just
1: just before you get into it, um, <laughs> uh, just to bring up the next story really quickly. I'm glad you say it's not as scary as it is in this case, because in the next case, it is definitely scary. <laughs> yeah, uh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: yes, yeah, I was about to. That was me. My i have done, but <laughs> yeah. like, you're like we're on the same page. That's good to know. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this, I don't think this is as scary as it seems, mostly because with Jeff Ross specifically for for those that are in like the in the know or in the care, right? Like we PlayStation have have intentionally set up this. Uh, cognitive connection between the individual at a studio Mm. that was done by it's like Kojima it's Neil Druckmann that's uh you know Herman Holst that's Shuhei that's Adam Boys, you know that's um Gio Corsi like in terms of like Sean Layden like these people within in the in Sony uh, in in PlayStation that you connect to as an individual like yeah you know like there's Sony Bend but there's Jeff Ross at Sony band. There's like, La- there's Naughty Dog, but there's also Neil Druckmann at Naughty Dog. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. when you hear about the game director, Jeff Ross from Sony, from Sony band, you go, Oh shit. Like there could be people, the game directors that leave all the fucking time, but because they haven't created that cult, like, the cult personality is the wrong, the wrong word, but like this, this persona, this personification of their personality, where it's like, Hey, mm. this is, the,
1: it puts a, f- it gives it, it gives the studio a face.
0: Yeah, and it makes you worried because you're like, but there, that's the face that we know. What happens when they take mm. away the face? And I think that's a reasonable concern. Like, I do believe Jeff Ross had a big involvement in what was Days Gone most recently, and he's been at the studio, in, you know, for 22 years. Like, I've not done anything for 22 years, nothing apart from being alive. And even then, <laughs> I did that pretty poorly. So. <laughs> That's a lot, and that's a long yeah. time in the same business. That's a long time in the same company. Most people w- work barely at one company for five years these days. So that's a long run. So does that mean you are going to go do something else? Yeah, possibly. I do wonder what that means for potential days gone too, which I do think that can still happen. I th- still think if the same writing team are there and the same and people that were involved in the first, they can still make that game. Because I think if there's enough people there that are part of the original team, the lifeblood, the lifeblood is always there. Is enough than of one. a
1: groundwork to lay a foundation. Yeah, to- the
0: lifeblood is always bigger than one person, especially in big, yeah. big collective teams like this. Like the only one, the only example I think that would not be the case would be Kojima, because I think Kojima is such a, he is such the 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 stem. He's the trunk of what like Metal Gear, um, and presumably you know even Kojima Productions, because named after him for fuck's sake. Like he is such that middle like that tentpole of those pieces of content that if he steps away that crumbles where mm. here i still I, I still think sony bend may lose these two individuals there's enough people within that space to sort of that were also holding up that center trunk uh and still be able to yeah preserve the lifeblood of, of the projects of the studio itself now saying that though the reason i was using that you once again lead into this next story is there are still enough people at sony bend that were working for working on days gone that it's it's the people the right amount of people are still there see or if you go look over at bioware as an example Mm -hmm. when you think about bioware and what what your memories of that of, of that company are that includes like dragon age and you know mass effect and that team doesn't exist anymore. Mm. Like those those individuals aren't there anymore. And it turns out the people that have since replaced them, they're also not there anymore. (laughs) Max.
1: So veteran Bioware employees, Casey Hudson and Mark Darrow have announced that they're retiring from the company. Again. Uh, This is humorous because this is the second time that Hudson has left Bioware after spearheading the Mass Effect trilogy. His first departure came in 2014 Uh, Hudson returned to the studio in 2017, having spent a few years elsewhere. He was brought back in order to help shape the ill-fated Anthem before it launched in 2019. Meanwhile, Dara has played a long and substantial role in producing the Dragon Age series. It's in development right now, and Dara was the project's executive producer. In a blog post, Dara writes, "...this has been a very difficult decision for me. The team of amazing developers on Dragon Age make my life fuller and better." They have taught me so much, but the strength of the team is also what makes this possible. I know that Dragon Age won't just survive without me. It will thrive. Dragon Age will be in good hands. Christian Daly will be moving into executive producer role. Christian Daly is a strong leader and will provide great insight into the rest of the Dragon Age leadership who remain. This is a team that includes people with decades of experience at Bioware. I am confident that together, this is the team that can make this Dragon Age the best one yet end quote man i am super super concerned about this because this is what the th- you know the second time one employee is left Bioware. this is the third i think the second or third time that dragon age has lost a director and we saw dragon age earlier this year and it was just concept art still now i've got into quick bits that uh, at at Mr. Keeley's Game Awards next week, Dragon Age Four has com- has confirmed that they're showing something. Now it's going to be interesting because at the start of this year they had concept art. What are they going to have te- ten months later? Like what? What you know? What? It'll be another they...
0: trailer, and the developers will be like, "Oh fuck, that's the like, game that cause we're like making." Because like
1: because like the last trailer that we saw was four seconds long, and it was kind of just a title screen. Mm-hmm. Like what? In in a pandemic-ridden ten months, what what could they have possibly accomplished? Now, again, I'm not a game developer. I don't know what goes into it. I don't know how big their team is. I don't know how well-oiled that machine is. But <laughs> it's only been ten months, and it's and it's been a pretty crazy ten months at that. Not good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I, yeah. I, similar to you. Funny enough, I'm not a fucking game dev either. I don't know how the internal Mm -hmm. of a game development studio works. But from an outside perspective, if you look in, like anytime you see massive turnover or like central members of a team leaving, you you shouldn't help but be like, hmm. And like, once again, comparing it to Sony Bend, like with Jeff Ross leaving, you kind of go, hmm however knowing that he's been there for as long as he has been you're like all right you're just at the end of your time that's it that's the difference where where this gentleman casey was it like he he was there he left he came back left again like that's not good that's not good that's not a good sign Mm. that's like that's something going look we've look i'm sorry can you please come back and help us we're fucked everything has changed the culture has changed you know our you know our ea overlords are nicer to us please come Please come help us. It's it's different. Come back and it's exactly the same.
1: Okay. Came back, released Anthem, then
0: left. Yeah, <laughs> so it's to come back and save yeah. Anthem. Yeah, well, it's you're, very. you know, I'm 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 totally projecting here. But like, what if it's a situation of they come be comes back to help Anthem and they're like, brilliant. All right, let's let's make Anthem. Anthem fucking sucks. It's been, you know, it's covered in, in the wrong hands. Like you may, whether it be EA being like, you, this, you do, do, do it, this, do, this, do this, do this, do this, do this. like, we, that's not going to work. And they're like, okay, let's work on Bioware 5, Bioware 4. And EA has got their hands all over it again. And they're like, can you fuck off? You're preventing us from making this game good. Like you saw what happened. Let us fix it. And they're like, yeah, but we should probably do this. It's like, yeah, I, I once again projecting. I see that in the same base of like Battlefront where we were you know the where uh whoever were I forget who's the name of the fucking team the that main that, that Battlefront they do they did Battlefield That whoever I love it'll come to me in a minute. But that when they were making Battlefront, they Dice. Dice thank you. So Dice certainly weren't like we're well, just gonna load that shit with micros. You know that was a decision later on. That was a decision from the hires. So maybe it's the same thing. The high's like you need to make all the money back off Anthem. Load this game with micros. It's like that's the no. one that's all people want in this game. It's like, yes, but we need to make our money back. These are all made up scenarios that could certainly be correct. Mm. And the the weirdest thing about them is you can they they seem very plausible. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I am yeah, i f I I'm not give two fucks about Dragon Age 4. I I played the first one, it was fine. The, the Dra- dragon
1: age origins was the best in my opinion out of all of them uh, they've just gotten number two was horrible inquisition was was better um so i'm i'm no longer holding my breath for dragon age four because this guy has been burnt one too many times
0: yeah i agree
1: quick bits ryan game awards is this week it is thursday the 10th at 10 30 a.m for us in the australian eastern daylight saving time zone as I mentioned before, Dragon Age Four has a confirmed showing at the Game Awards. Last of Us Part Two has received a new story trailer showing Abby's story. <laughs> Interesting
0: ahead ahead of and, ahead of the Game Awards.
1: Hmm. Mm. And did, PlayStation.
0: This this is like WWE telegraphing who's going to win. Like, mm. hey, we think that, you know, like uh, they like at okay, Raw. Uh, sorry, like at um, Survivor uh, Survivor Series this this month, right? They're like. Uh, Lana is in the Women's Rumble. Here's a chronicle. Here's a documentary about Lana and the turmoils that she has faced coming into this pay-per-view.
1: And mm-hmm. we're going to hear
0: it right before the pay-per-view. She's going to win, isn't she? she she's going to be sole survivor. Boom. So they're doing. Telegraph. Yeah.
1: And the PlayStation 3 got a firmware update this week to help play Blu-rays.
0: Well, yeah. What? <laughs>
1: Yeah, PlayStation Three got a firmware update this week.
0: Oh, you so you got PlayStation hash? Like you, you,
1: yeah, you... yeah, because I'm a moron and didn't, you know. Oh, makes typo sense. check. I imagine like yeah, PlayStation some... PlayStation Three got a firmware update.
0: Sure. Um. Yeah. Well. Look. Congr- congratulations on Laura Bailey on her win in the Last of Us Part Two, uh, for Game Awards. <laughs> Put out there now because why the fuck else would they do that? Well um, deserved yeah look, totally well deserved but it's just like i'm not even trying to hide it there bro uh top 10 best-selling games of the week ending november 29th they are as follows number 10 gta 5 number 9 god of war number 8 uh marvel's spooderman number 7 ghosts of tsushima number 6 nba 2k 21 number 5 the last plus part 2 returning I think it's been on sale this week. Uh, Number four, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Number three, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Number two, FIFA 21. Number one, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. For its third week in a row. Shout out to one, two, three, four, five out of those 10 games being uh, first party titles. That's amazing. There's a good sale going on right now.
1: There is. I mean, it's the end of the year sale. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. And Ryan, because I, I was on it today, coming to the players, <laughs> we have Puyo Puyo Tetris coming December 8th, Temtem in Early Access coming to PlayStation 5 December 8th, Unto the End coming to PlayStation 4 December 8th, and the big one, Cyberpunk 2077, coming to both PS4 and 5 December 10th. Ooh. There's not much happening this of, week.
0: Bunch of shit, and then slightly less shit with Cyberpunk 2077. You <laughs> I mean, heard it right
1: now. I heard first. Uh, oh. you, hit, you heard it here first. Like yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not a big. Guy. I'm not someone that like likes to be like, "Ha, fucking told you I was right." I'm not. I'm not that guy. However,
1: I'm still. I'm still waiting for the. I played Bug Snacks, and it's fucking awesome.
0: Oh yeah, actually, well, I need to play more of that. Eh, I might do that. I might stream it. I might start it again and stream it because I, I did like forty five seconds of it. So I think I'll start it again, stream it just for funsies. Even though like no one or real po- podcast net crack count, yeah, only one. That's that's not bad. Uh, my my dad was around today and he kind of like cracked my back in a, in a place, so it's a bit it's a bit better today. Um, but yeah, but uh, yeah, no one no one cares if I like. But, but fucking no one cared whether I liked or disliked bug snacks to begin with. I'm fucking nobody. So like three weeks after the console kit uh, released, no one will care even less. <laughs> <sighs> it's going to be an interesting week, Max, as we uh, see how poor Cyberpunk is.
1: I really hope it's not. I
0: want to be wrong. See, that's the thing. I'll, I will make these bold ass statements sometimes and it's always around the idea that I hope to be wrong. Because like that's a good thing to be wrong about.
1: You know, I, I, st- I still I still want to play Godfall.
0: the Fuck is wrong. And with I've that? heard
1: and I've heard nothing but mediocre things. From
0: it. I've heard nothing but appalling things. Yeah, you're a, you're a crazy. Blunder. person. Right? I
1: refuse to pay, I refuse to pay 125 dollars for it. No,
0: no, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Think- that
1: is that is the that is the one good thing. You know, Cyberpunk at least has the PlayStation 4 price tag on it.
0: That's true.
1: that's very true anyways big thank you to everyone for
0: joining us today Yeah, whether this be day of recording whether this be day of release or whenever the fuck you listen to it big thank you so much i we i wanted to give a bit of a shout out um i'll get the gentleman's name hang on uh it was on instagram this week so for many people they did the uh instagram uh, sorry the spotify uh best you know top things of the of the of the week or whatever there's a gentleman named Stephen Forno uh who tagged us on Instagram uh because we made his number 2 best po- most played podcast of the year uh on Spotify so thank you my friend thank you so much for a listening to the show thank you to everyone who listens to this show because as i said like we we do this for the fun of it and it does have its perks does have its benefits of course but it's podcasting gen- generally do- does has a very low interaction count very yeah. rarely do you hear from the people you listen to the people that listen to you um, and you know our YouTube numbers are like subpar our pod numbers are pretty alright and they've been, they have been going up so that's great so for us it's just like alright we, we know we have a very small subsect of the internet like we're a niche within a niche within a niche sort of thing and it's nice to, when when we when we hear from people that they enjoy the show or that we've done that you know it's um it's a big thank you to everyone that does listen big thank you to everyone that takes the time to reach out and and, and talk to me or whether, whether it even be my friends anyone that's like we listen to the show and this was cool this week and you know we i had some good feedback this week about the um that the immortals review and stuff like that and how you've improved and you know it's just it's it's cool so if anyone does want to we will i would love to, to hear good back good bad feedback just anything is good. <laughs> but yeah, no, seriously, big thank you everyone for listening. We much appreciated it, but we'll be back next week as we do each and every week. seven
1: maybe holiday breaks. On maybe holiday breaks. Yeah. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, please check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation hap- as it happens, head over twitch.tv
0: slash and watch us record this show live. We've become part of the show. You can get involved, just like Bean Soup is Free, who followed us during the show, and as well as the mullet show who has resubscribed uh for his thirty third month in a row thank you thank you the mullet Show uh the Mullet show goes you want feedback okay let me think I know you show a lot less balls than some is that good like what kind of balls is that confidence balls or actual balls what podcasts do you listen to where they show their balls
1: yeah what what podcasts are you listening to that have visuals <laughs> <laughs> but
0: if you want to support the show you can you can tell your friends you can tell your family about this playstation show uh you can if you do listen to us on those podcast services like itunes like spotify be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review if you are on the youtube you can like you can subscribe you can comment below uh i endeavor to answer every single comment that does appear uh, if you want to support the show financially, you can at patreoncom thepopculturist as well as our merchandise store PopCultures.com/shop. Where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Now the store is on sale for the next couple of weeks, heading into Christmas. You may not get the shirt in time for Christmas, but it is there. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson.
1: I'm Max Cooper, and
0: that was for the players.